Welcome to the Mama Sode. <clears throat> Number two. Number two. For sure. So first of all, I want to start this with if you're a mom, call in because we need topics to talk about. What do you want us to talk about? We well, don't have to call in. You don't have to call in. You can voicemail in. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> still calling. <laughs> you can email in. Uh, you can hit us on the DMs on our uh, Instagram. At stillwoolpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, oh, no, sorry, stillwoolpod for the Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at a Gmail for our. Or send us a message by pigeon. There you go. Do that. We'll, we'll accept those too. Yeah. So, yeah, we need topics to talk about. So, if you're a mom, maybe you have a newborn, maybe you're a grandma, we want to hear from you. What do, we, mm-hmm. what do you want us to talk about? What are some things that you were interested to hear from the perspective <clears throat> of a 23-year-old and a 19-year-old, respectively? <laughs> <laughs> respectively meaning in that order. So we have a, we'd love to give you our opinion on your questions and your topics. Mm-hmm. But for now, we don't have any topics, although we do have an email that I want to read that we got from my mom, from a mom. It was from my mother. Thanks for listening, mom. She says, I'm so excited for these mini mama sods. Why? Because moms are busy and we have limited time. And that is, I'm not a mom, but I'm assuming that's pretty true. Yeah. She goes on, she goes on to say, things you should know. Moms, a mom's threat is great when they are made to your kids with intentions of following through. So, uh, it's okay to make a threat of, I'm going to take your phone away, as long as you actually take their phone away, which gets into a little bit what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. today. She says, moms work their tails off for the brats that they birth. Moms would take out anyone who would attempt to hurt their children, and moms just need a hug every once in a while. Uh, we mentioned that she got in fights in school, <laughs> and uh, she only got in fights, she says, when she was fighting bullies to defend the weak. And as a bonus, she said, I should know, and I guess our listeners should know, that I was not a cute baby when I was first born, <laughs> but I grew up to be a very handsome man, she says. And she also said she loves Trent, too, which <coughs> is conditional, and shout out to Trent's mom. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about parenting a little bit. Now, precursor, we are not parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've The closest thing I've come to parenting is... Probably myself. Yeah. Uh, by no means do I think I'm ready to uh, no take care of another life. No, and I... By no means do I think I will ever be ready to do that. I still feel like I'm a child myself. You ever, like, you ever... Th- <laughs> Sorry, Mom, we're talking about ourselves again. <laughs> do you ever, like, realize, like, I'm only... Like, for me, I'm only 23, and I feel so much younger. Like, when I was... 12 i thought 23 was like that's an adult yeah and they're like mature which Mm -hmm. they should be and i think are to some degree but like you're an adult you're and i'm like that's not at all how it is i don't Mm -hmm. feel i i'm independent my family and my my parents and i still feel like a child yeah 
And I'm wondering if I will ever feel like a full grown adult. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I'm not saying I don't act like an adult. Yeah. I obviously like we we're at a level of maturity to where we're able to act like adults. <laughs> yeah. Act like adults. Except from this podcast. Yeah. When we have fart mics and <laughs> see, but then that's also the thing. We're still like Yeah. Immature. Yeah, we're kids still. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I honestly don't know if I'm ever gonna outgrow. I would still TV a house. <laughs> I'd do it. Except yeah. now I'm I'm less likely to because now I can actually get like fined for doing that. Yeah. But I'd do it. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like okay. No. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Like, I feel like we're always going to be immature to some extent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I still like laugh at the stupidest things, like the most immature things. Yeah. Things that like elementary school kids should be laughing at. I still laugh at them because I I still think uh, it's funny. I think farts are hilarious still. Exactly. I don't know if yeah. I'm ever going to outgrow that. Oh, you don't need to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> As someone who's an adult, you don't need to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but parenting. So that first one mm-hmm. that she said is a good parenting tip. If you're going to threaten your kid, you got to follow through with with what you threaten them with. And I'm speaking, I agree with that from a child standpoint. Yeah. Because the more you threaten, and you said this in our last uh and our episode on Monday, the more you threaten your child and don't follow through from a child's perspective, that shows us that you you don't wield the power you claim to have. Mm-hmm. And it and gives more power to the kid. Always followed through on their threats. Yeah. So when they said they're going to do something, they were going to do that thing, <clears throat> and generally it got us to listen. Yep. So yeah, but but what do you think about parenting? What what when you when I say parenting, what comes right into your mind? Uh, my mom and dad taking care of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's different levels to parenting, whether it's good parenting, bad parenting. Um. A lot of the time, I it's so hard for me to like put stuff into words. Yeah. Um, but I feel like parenting is not so much as you being. Well, oh gosh, <laughs> I feel like there's supposed to be a balance between being a friend and being a parent. Yes. So I feel like your parents should be able to be your best friend, but also they're still your parent. Yes. Yes. Um, so I, I guess that's kind of like what I've been trying to say. Like that's like the best words I can put it into. Yeah. To where it's someone that you can talk to. You that you can always go to whenever you're having problems. You can have fun with them. Mm-hmm. But also they are in a sense like they're they're in charge of you. 
They still have to be respected as an authority figure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of families and you know, I say kids, but people who are my age when I was in high school. If they're my age when I was in high school, they're still my age now. But <laughs> they um there's there's different levels. Some people have parents who are just authorities. Mm-hmm. And they weren't friends. They weren't moms and dads. They were just authority. Yeah. And that led to I think a lot of depression or a lot of rebellion. Yeah. Then you had parents who were just friends. They were no authority figure, and that led to just straight up brats. You know. Mm-hmm. And my parents, I think my parents did a really good job of, of striking <clears throat> the balance between that. Yeah. Um, me because too. when we get in trouble and we talked to my dad a certain way, he would say, "I'm not your friend." Like, so watch how you talk to me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he, we couldn't joke around with them and have fun with them. Exactly. Yeah. But there, you had to maintain that level of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my parents did a good job of displaying that. When I think of parenting, I think of growing. Okay. And yeah. I think, again, I'm not a parent, but I think a parent's job is not so much to discipline a child, but to grow a child. I think a mm-hmm. lot of, I feel like <clears throat> from my perspective, a lot of parents see parenting as making sure your kid does the right thing. Yeah. Which is for sure a part of that, but you're also, your responsibility is also to make sure that that child is the best that he or she can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they, in my view, when I have kids, I want to parent them in such a way that they will do far greater than I have ever done in my life. Yeah. You, I feel like parents always want to see their kids succeed more than they did. Yeah, and I've, I've seen some parents who don't want that. Yeah. And it's a very toxic relationship. Exactly, yeah. Um, but also, I feel like a parent needs to be, and this is actually coming from uh, one of my second cousins when he was talking about his job, but I'm going to put it into parenting where you should be more of a a leader than an authority or a boss. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because a boss is going to tell you what to do, but a leader is going to show you how to do it. Right. Yeah. Um so you you should be leading by example because you always have someone watching you and i feel like a lot of the times kids are going to see parents and they're like well you know you guys do it so why can't i oh yeah so i have a friend who's in the mental health profession he's a counselor parents are bringing their kids and say yeah i don't know why you know my son my daughter's always they're cussing all the time and we just don't know why they are doing that and he's like okay you know well we'll go to counseling and he says 99.9% of the time they're cussing because their parents cuss yeah exactly and their parents don't realize <clears throat> that. And uh, so, yeah, your children are not going to see anything. If you make something a normal practice, they're not going to see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cussing is like the most general example, but yeah. even like um, I don't have any hard facts or statistics on this, but for some reason I remember hearing children who witness domestic violence are likely to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Because it's yeah. normal for them. Yeah. And even like children who are, um, some children who are molesting this stuff are likely to repeat it, not because they enjoyed it or they liked it, but because it was normal for them. Yeah, that's what they know. Yeah. 
So yeah, set by example. If you don't want your child to be a child molester, then don't molest them. <laughs> yeah. Um, or will find you, rip your fingernails off. Yep. Just your fingernails. That's it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, now, okay, parenting. Do you? <clears throat> this is interesting. Do you believe in spanking? Uh, I do. Okay. Now, there's a lot of nuance in there, so hash that out for us. Expand on. Um, on that. I mean, I think we've kind of talked about this a little bit before. On the podcast? Uh, I don't know if it was. Yeah, I think it actually was on the podcast. Where how we were talking about like it's it's okay to a certain degree. Yes. And I think what you, I remember what you were saying was, if it's, it, it depends on the emotions behind, uh, the spanking. Yeah. So yeah, and I I completely agree with that. How when it becomes, you're upset and angry and that's why you're doing it that's where it becomes abuse yeah whereas yeah. if you're doing it as a consequence that's that's yeah. not some that's not considered abuse i think too it depends on the child because some children mm-hmm. just, they just don't respond to being spanked yeah and so if you're just if you know that and you keep spanking them i think that is abuse yeah i think it's abuse if the um the little force of the spanking, if it's a dependent on the temperament of a parent, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely abuse. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe that if you leave a mark, that that's also abuse. Yeah. Um. And not that, but I, don't, I wouldn't call it abuse in the same way that like, oh, this kid was abused as a child. It's, it's not it's like unnecessary. It's just unnecessary it's abuse and that it's unnecessary mm, action sometimes. Mm-hmm. I also think it should never be the first consequence. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I believe that too. Cool. Um, yeah. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Kind of like, <laughs> this is a weird example of that, but, um, I was listening to, a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about when he was a little kid. Um, <clears throat> I think it was his sister that was having a birthday party. And right when she blew the candles out, he shoved her face in the cake. And then his dad took him out in the garage and he was like making jokes about it. He's like, oh yeah, we should probably uh, high five in the garage. We don't want to make her mad. <laughs> and he's like, pull down your pants. And he like, he made a joke about that too. And said that, uh, that his dad bent him over and then spanked him. He's like, all right, let's go back in. And then, so I'm kind of taking that of that's the kind of spanking that we're talking about where you're doing it as a consequence, not because the parents angry, but because you want to show that there's consequences to the actions that he has. Yeah. So yeah, like it was taken from a stand-up comedian, but it's just kind of like I, I pulled that as like his dad didn't do it because he was mad at him. Right. And coincidentally, I think most spankings that are not abused should take place. The younger the child is mm-hmm. because as a first consequence, because think of like someone that some kid that's three. Yeah, I'm not a parent. 
is there much you can take away from them or or put them through that's not physical discipline that they would respond to? Mm-hmm. Like you can't like withhold food from them. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, go into the bathroom or something. You can't withhold that from them. But so, but the older someone gets, the more, in one sense, the more you control you have over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I can take your car away. I can take your phone. I can make you stay inside. I can make you go do something. <clears throat> I don't know if I was out in public and say way down in the future and I had a teenager that was acting out. I mean, yeah. Spank him right in front of everyone. In California though. Probably but spank him in front of everyone. I don't think oh, you, yeah. they're going to do that again. <laughs> I've gotten not spanked, but I got like swatted in the mouth or something in public. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I told Christina, I said, I told her this all the time. If we ever have kids, I am never say never. And I know, but I am never counting. You get, you get zero count to, oh, res- like the- to respond and obey me as your parent. Mm. So it's not, I'm not going to be like, get down from there. I'm going <laughs> to count to three. No, it's to get down from there. And if you don't come down now, that's it. You're done. You yeah. disobeyed consequences. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a parent. <laughs> <laughs> so, um i've actually had first on experiences with seeing bad parenting oh yeah at your Um, job no oh uh i'm not gonna (laughs) say you probably know where it's from but uh i'll say the kids ran the house and it was ridiculous like it was it was to the point where I like I felt bad for the parents because they Is had someone I know because they had no authority at all. They had more than one kid. Yes. They would say they would get in trouble for something crazy for uh going out and smoking and drinking. They would get their Are they my age? No. They're all your age? No. What? Not all of them. Uh, the ones that got in trouble were younger than me. So uh, Still in high school. What? I'll tell you later. <laughs> all right, hang on, hang on. This is a fun thing to do. Okay. Tell me, and we're going to bleep it out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, I know exactly about yeah. that now. So, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I I experienced that firsthand. So they would get Man. in trouble for stuff like that, and they'd say, "All right, give me your PS4. Give me." Your, they'd be like, "Give me your PlayStation. Have it for two. I'm not even exaggerating here. Have it for two hours. No. And they would convince them to give it back to them. No. Yeah." Jeez, there was no authority. Well, and then, yeah. Now look at their lives and who they are as people. And Mm -hmm. someone has some high school. So, yep. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) There's no. It's very rare for a well, self-controlled, disciplined adult to come out of a household like that. Yeah, there there is. There's no discipline, and that just breeds more lack of discipline later. Man, yes. Yep. I had no idea what you're talking about for a bit, though. Yeah, so that that was my my experience with seeing bad parenting, 
And just so everyone knows, it's not my parents that I'm talking about. No, not at all. <laughs> my parents, I, my parents, I believe, had a really good balance between oh, yeah. being strict and lenient. You can also tell how well parents are parenting their kids based on their kids' behavior when they're at someone else's house. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm not as good as Garrett was. Garrett would, <laughs> you do the same thing. You clear a place and everything. I'm like, I, I, I wasn't that respectful. I wasn't disrespectful, but I wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't washing dishes. Your mom got on me a couple of times when I was at your house in high school. She's like, hey, put your plates away. I'm like, oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> but like, you can tell how good parents are based on like how they act at someone else's house. Yeah. It's like you can tell like my friend Tim, he had good parents because he was pretty respectful. Um, and all of them were. Mm-hmm. All my friends were. But uh, okay, so there's different types of uh, parenting styles. There's authoritarian parenting, which uses strict discipline with little negotiation and punishment is very common. Communication is mostly one way from a parent to a child and rules are usually not explained. Um, Parents with this style are typically less nurturing. Expectations are high with limited flexibility. What do you think of that? Wait, so which, which parenting was that? Authoritarian. Yeah, I feel like that's <clears throat> that's the one where you're going to have the worst outcome. Well, hold on. Oh, is it worse ones? Oh, yeah. Oh. Permissive or indulgent parents. I mean, there, there's worse ones in the sense of the, I think the children will be worse off. Oh, okay. Permissive parenting. Permissive or indulgent parents most likely let their children do what they want and offer limited guidance or direction. Oh, okay. They're yeah. more likely friends to their to they're more likely friends than they are parents. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this clock is stressing me out. We only have nine minutes left. Really? Uh, yeah. Then there's uninvolved parenting, which is uninvolved parents <clears throat> give children a lot of freedom and generally stay out of their way. Some parents may make a conscious decision to parent in this way, while others are less interested in parenting or unsure of what to do. So some these parents just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, either they don't know what to do, or they just don't care. And then. Authoritative parenting. Authoritative parents are reasonable and nurturing and set high, clear expectations. Children with parents who demonstrate this style tend to be self-disciplined and think for themselves. This style is thought to be most beneficial to children. And I think the reason that that is is because there's more negotiation. There's mm-hmm. way more clear expectation. And yeah. you learn that like when you're teaching in classrooms. If you give children rules and explain why they have those rules, they will feel more free. Yeah. Because they know the boundaries. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like with... Like imagine... Sorry. Imagine playing football mm-hmm. and there's an out-of-bounds line, but you have no idea where it's at. Okay. Yeah. You'd be a lot less free. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go on. Um, <clears throat> see, I feel like it's kind of... It's okay to like change the kind of parenting that you have as they grow and get older. Um, So obviously the one where, you know, like you set the boundaries, uh, whichever, which one was that again? What was it called? Set the boundaries. What else? The good parenting. The one that was like, the one you're shaking your head to. Yeah. Authoritative parenting. Yeah. So where you have that mutual respect and everything. um, I feel like that is probably the best to start off with. And then gradually, as say like when they get to like around my age, you kind of start letting them uh, 
think for themselves, do their own thing. Um, right. From a psychological <clears throat> perspective, though, you still are authoritative parent. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what that's what this paragraph says. Um, children with parents who demonstrate this style tend to be self-disciplined and think for themselves. Okay. So yeah. They let their kids be themselves because they've trained them to do that, and they yeah. see that as I've I've accomplished what I sought to do. But like, I wouldn't want now at this age. I wouldn't want uninvolved parenting. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, definitely. Or permissive. I mean, permissive doesn't really count once you're an adult. Yeah. I would not authoritative parent authoritarian parenting because I'd be like, dude, get the heck away. Like, yeah, I know you're like, not going to spank me if you're not paying my bills. Yeah, just letting your kid be themselves. I feel like, but also still being there, obviously. Yeah, but sometimes, like, so uh, let's say uh, per- per- permissive parenting. Those are the parents that they will not leave their kids alone and they get all their value from their kids because mm. they're friends, not children. Yeah. Not not uh, sons and daughters. <clears throat> so my parents were definitely authoritarian. Yeah, my, mine were too. Uh, wait. Authoritative. People always mess that up. Uh, Authoritative, um, which is a good one. Okay, yeah, that's that's how my parents were. And I mean, at some point, I think parents. I know I will. At some point, you'll be each of one style in certain certain circumstances. Oh yeah, but my parents were generally authoritative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always tell Christina if we ever want to have kids, we need to practice with a dog first. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, hey, that's my initial reaction is to <clears throat> spank a dog if it's not listening. Yeah, and you can't really reason with a dog, but you know. Yeah, oh, and each kid is different. Mm-hmm. But that's what's weird about these parenting styles is it doesn't matter what kid it is. You should apply the authoritative parenting style to all of them. Mm-hmm. Now Did, I feel like as a, as you go on, you'll you'll know. Yeah, were any one of you and your family more troublesome than the others? I was probably the biggest troublemaker. Really? Yeah. From what age to what age? Uh, <clears throat> when I was. I don't know like what age to start off at. I was always like the troublemaker since I was little. Um, and then probably I want to say like it kind of like stopped at around like junior high. Hmm. So yeah, somewhere around there. I I would say Caitlin was a troublemaker of our family, but not in like a serious way. Yeah, I never really was like in a serious way. So like she would just get in trouble because she was just being a brat, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas I, on the other hand, I think I was more of a, the troublemaker because I got in trouble for serious stuff. Mm. Like when I got in trouble, I went all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Who was who was? I'm guessing Haley was the least <clears throat> troublesome. Yeah, Garrett was the one that worried the most. Worried your parents or worried himself? Worried himself. Yeah, he, he was, was always stressed out. Yeah. Like making sure that I think like I went and I hid in the closet and he was like, it was, this is back when we were super little. Yeah. And uh, he was like freaking out trying to find me and like he wanted to call uh, the cops and everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So he he was the one that worried a lot. Yeah. Please parent your children. There's yeah. more and more people in America that are not parenting their children mm-hmm. and it's causing a lot of problems. <laughs> For everyone, especially like when your kids are acting out like in public and stuff, like yeah, 
I mean, I get it. Some parents just don't care either. I was yeah. at TJ Maxx and a mom was sitting laughing at their child who was straight up peeing <laughs> piss on the ground under a clothes rack. And she was watching them. Oh, just gosh. watching. Didn't come snatch them away. Nothing. Just watching. Lawlessness. That's lawlessness. That's disgusting. Um, it was like my second day there. I said, I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And when kids just scream. Yeah. I don't mean scream like, <clears throat> like you know, we have babies that scream and, and yeah. toddlers that scream when they miss their moms. I'm talking about like, can I get this toy? Mm-hmm. And you can't get the toy. Ah! <laughs> <Sister> screaming. <laughs> Yeah, but you know why they asked for that is because they were at some point they were pacified with that. Mm-hmm. For someone who doesn't have any kids, I have a lot of views on parenting. <laughs> well, I feel like <clears throat> we're able to see from other people, yeah, and from our own experiences and public experiences. I mean, I feel like we're able to, yep, get a general idea of what yep. good parenting should be. Call us two nine two five zero seven five two seven. Email us at stillwellpod.gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram. Let's hear about your parenting style. Uh, Later. Bye.